Hey y'all, it's Kavo. Hey, it's JB. And welcome back to Becoming She. A weekly podcast that sets the tone for women striving to be their most authentic selves while sharing the tools we use to navigate this journey called life. Hey, hey, hey. What up, what up, what up? How's it going? How are you? Girl, it's going. Uh-huh. Life is good. Things are falling into place. I feel like I said this last week, too. But, you know, um, one it's thing the mantra. I talked about. Right. Your life is lifing mantra. <laughs> My life is lifing, you know. Um, <laughs> remember a couple of weeks back on the... Um do of the week i was Mm -hmm. talking about one of my friends who told me to start doing daily affirmations yes i love that and so i took her advice as i tend to do with my friends i love the advice that y'all give me so um she gave she told me um start doing morning you know affirmations Mm -hmm. if i need it in the middle of the day just look at myself in the mirror say it till i believe it and then move forward yeah and so that is something that i've incorporated into my day and you would be amazed to see the difference that is made i feel like overall i've had a lot more uh, a much more positive outlook you okay. know on things mm-hmm. but i also think that with that things have started to um fall in place that i didn't really plan for or expect so one of my things is a money mantra okay. actually i'm gonna do that for the do of the week okay one I of like my it. things is a money mantra and basically, I've just been including that, and I think that it's been working. So I'll save that for the end. Remember that. Okay, I'm going to try. <laughs> basically, like I was saying, yeah, I've been incorporating these affirmations into my day, and I feel like it's made a world of a difference, and it's really helped. Um, something that my therapist and I were talking about, right, was confirmation bias. I learned about this this week or mm-hmm. last week, whenever we had our session. And he was asking me if I knew something about it. I never heard of it. So I think it's good information to share. So basically, you have this mindset that things are going to go a certain way, right? And regardless of how they turn out, your brain focuses on the things that support your thesis, right? Yes. So you have this mindset, like, my life is shit, this is wrong, that's wrong, mm-hmm. da 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 whatever the case may be. And then all these good things could be coming your way, but one good one good thing could turn bad, and that'll be the thing that you focus on, and yeah. it'll just support the idea that you've had already. So that is also helping me in working to undo this confirmation bias thing that I have yes. going on. okay. And I'm pretty sure I'm not the only person. No, but, um, at all. right so i feel like that is something that's been very helpful for me so yeah we'll talk about it at the end of the episode though how about you sis i love all of that i feel like that's so hard to you know follow up with um i'm good stop it you know life is good (laughs) life can't complain i do um I love the notion about, you know, just changing the narrative. I think that's really what it boils down to because it's so easy Mm -hmm. to pick and be nitpicky about the negative things that are happening in life rather than embracing all the good. Um, And I think I've told you about my journey, like, you know, in my career and things like that. Mm -hmm. Just once I started embracing the change and embracing where I was, so many doors started opening up. And it's just changing that narrative and just really being... um, present and what's going on Mm -hmm. around you and just focusing on the good that's happening because the bad is going to happen it is what it is but how do you overcome that you know right um but yeah life is really good I can't I really honestly can't complain um work has been straight friends I Mm -hmm. love you all you guys are all good too we you know that's a pretty great thing as well um don't really have much to talk about 
outside of that <laughs> just in case y'all didn't know i just want to let y'all know that jb has been making boss bitch moves ah, in yes. silence for the past <laughs> couple of months i don't is it okay if i announce it y- yeah because you can they you, don't you know can. they don't know that my bitch got a promotion a minute ago uh, yes in the middle of a pandemic yeah you're in right. the middle of a pandemic <clears throat> And that's really probably, I think, why you didn't want to announce it because it was like a whole bunch of shit going on. But yeah. I'm like, girl, so we did a celebrate yourself within our, you know, our friends. <laughs> we, we did. We were like we lit did. as fuck. But yeah. I feel like everybody needs to know. JB right. has been making some boss bitch moves. <laughs> this bitch is now the manager of her department. <laughs> like, she is showing out. And I need y'all Thank to oh, join me in giving her a well-deserved round of applause because my bitch is doing it. We're going to put that in there. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. You know what? It's so so funny because (laughs) I think to myself, you're right. I do tell my friends things that are going on, but I don't really share that to the world. Um, yes, you, you and that what? is big. You better hype huge. me up, sis. You better freaking hype, hype you up. me up. I'm your hype man every because day, you know what day, I am baby. making boss moves inside. Like you said, but I still it's still happening, and it's I'm happening. so thankful to have my friends like you to support me and just like yes. celebrate me. I love you, girl. So I'm gonna always hype you up, girl. You gonna make me cry, but yeah, let's get into this motivation forever. Monday. Okay, oh my okay. gosh Yes, motivation <laughs> Monday. Oh, this is a good segue. This is this a good segue. Segue. Um, all right, so y'all already know where I found this, so I'm not gonna keep announcing it. I mean, we might have new listeners though. We have we had a lot so of new just, listeners lately. Um, tell them where we get it from. I get a lot of my motivation Monday from this Instagram page called Boss Babe Inc. So bossbabe.inc. I love their content. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not black owned or anything, but they're definitely allies, and you can definitely tell when you scroll down their page, there's been a lot of very apparent addressing of the issues that we Mm -hmm. have going on in society they've been a lot more vocal about Mm -hmm. you know supporting black black people and black creators so boss babe i fuck with y'all all right this is the motivation monday you owe it to yourself to become everything you've ever dreamed of yes that's that and I think the caption was nice too they say what's holding you back from becoming the version of yourself that you dream of being what is it? Answer that question. Hmm. What is it? What's holding you back, sis? I wonder. Okay, I can only speak for myself. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess for me, in a sense, it's like I want to make sure that I'm ready for everything that I'm asking for, right? And so mm-hmm. that's asking for discernment, asking for readiness to God, saying like, mm-hmm. you know, when I do my prayers or my daily motivations or I write down in my journal, I'm I'm constantly saying like, Lord, like, please put me in a position to where I'm ready for all of these blessings that are coming to mm-hmm. my way. Because I think sometimes when you want all this stuff and you're not ready for it, you kind of self-sabotage. Is it really mm-hmm. mine? You know, imposter syndrome, all of these things mm-hmm. that kind of build up in your head. So I just want to be ready for it. So I think that's one of my fears. It's like, I got to keep praying for readiness so that when it happens and it's in my face, I don't sabotage it because I think that I'm not ready. I know I'm ready because right. God put me in that position to be ready. To be ready. Stay ready. And I think a lot of times we get caught up in the uh, readiness of things. Like, you know, kind of like entrepreneurs get shot, caught or creatives get caught up in the perfectionism of things. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it slows down their progress because they're focused on being this person before Perfect. they get to this next step. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think that the way we address this is typically how people address having kids. All my friends that I've talked to that have kids, they're like, you know, you're never going to be ready. 
for having a child it happens and then you follow suit right Mm -hmm. and then you are that person and i think that's what it is here and i think also some good words that i got from a friend old friend of mine uh i was talking to her about that same exact thing that you said i was just like you know i see all of these things that i want i see this person that i want to be and i just feel like it's so far away it's not coming you know where where is she where Mm -hmm. she at you know i'm 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 searching for her i'm putting Mm -hmm. in all this work and i just don't see it a bitch still ain't got no money like why (laughs) why am i not a rich auntie by now you know what i'm saying help me but one thing she told me and i think this is a good you know thing to end our motivation monday is okay look at your life right she was like i need you to slow down because i was like in tears when i'm telling her this. she's like look slow down she's like look at your life look at every single thing that you're doing everything that you're doing is lining you up for everything that you want to become right love that so that's something that i think that we can work on it's not a do of the week but i think that as a community we can work on making sure that the things that we're doing in our life right now align with the person that we want to be because when we get to that it won't be a question of am i ready it'll be yeah bitch i am because i've been here that i've been waiting on this you know i've been putting in the work so you know i think that's uh that's a good end to our motivation monday segment no that was perfect um and that gets us right into our scoop what's the scoop sis to realize I do have to change. I have to change the person, certain type of things I do. I gotta, I, I gotta keep them in mind, you know, because they love me. But not today, though. Today I'm walling. Today I'm bugging and thugging. Not today. All right, so you <laughs> sent me this <laughs> on um, the good old Twitter. Good old Twitter streets. Twitter streets, you know. And the question was, if all of your exes sat at a table and vented about you, what would they agree on? Mm. So many questions, so many thoughts, so many (laughs) things that came to my head. But what I kind Mm. of wanted to do, right, with this topic at hand was kind of talk about some of the negative things that maybe our exes would say and then finish it all on a high high note and talk about some of the good things our exes would say. Or, um, you know, instead of calling them exes, we'll call them entanglements because... Because... You know, a lady does not have exes. Period. Right? Period. What is an ex? What is an ex? I have previous entanglements. I have okay. niggas that bother me and will not leave my <laughs> inbox. And continue <laughs> Beyond to bother that. me. You know? And continue. So. Years later. One of the negative things that immediately came to mind mm-hmm. was that I feel like my previous entanglements would probably call me clingy. Um... And I feel like I had to like I needed to say some things after that because I feel like when people think clingy, they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, great level 10 clinginess. You up under me up 24 seven. I can't do nothing. I can't even breathe. Right. That's not how it is. I feel like mm-hmm. this 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 word clinginess has this negative connotation to it. But I feel like in my past entanglements, the guys were always clingy with me first and then it just brought out me wanted to be up under them more because it's like oh you're mm-hmm. you want to be up under me all the time so i'm going to be up under you too you know and then it kind of Agreed. fizzled out to the point where it was like okay well they want to do their own thing and even though i could do my own thing it's like well you know communication was lacking somewhere up down the line other things were lacking which causes like the clinginess i guess to be a little bit more um apparent right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i just feel like the word clinginess women 
Don't let these men have you thinking that just because you're a little bit clingy, like you're 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 the problem. No, like if you communicate, I don't have to be all up under you all the time. I don't want to be up under you all the time. I have a lot of friends of my own that I enjoy being around. But since you want to be up under me all the time, you bring out some of these qualities and characteristics and then you get upset or get annoyed when I'm treating you the same way you treat me. Match my energy, boo. And that's all I have to say about that. Agreed, see. <laughs> I feel like um I actually agree on that sentiment. I feel like um previous entanglements would also have uh not all, but very special ones would say mm-hmm. that um I have had clingy tendencies, but I also am not by nature a clingy person. Mm-hmm. It's typically brought about because I'm not giving that person enough attention. And then they ask for it, right? I've Mm. had multiple niggas ask me to put forth more effort, which is not something that I'm very excited about doing. But um, I do. So, you know, they ask to put forth more effort or they want more time or more attention, right? Mm -hmm. And then when you give it to them, then they kind of start to back off. And once you get more comfortable in this situation where we're together regularly, um. I think that it's kind of hard to, uh, like, get out of that cycle. Yeah, it's really hard to break that cycle. Yeah, and for me, I'm definitely not a naturally clingy person because Mm -hmm. y'all don't know, but JB knows that whenever I get to a point where I actually start spending more time with somebody that I'm interested in, I have a full-on panic attack. Like, it's a whole problem. Like, (laughs) like, it's, it's a whole, I'm a whole Basket I'm, case. I'm like, way too much. I gotta go. I gotta go. Oh I can't. my god! I, I was with him three days this week. I just can't handle it. I what gotta the go off the, the bat for like a week now since I saw him three. Yeah, times. I don't like, want to talk to that nigga for a month and a half because <laughs> I just gotta get my head together. Like yep. it's a real problem. It's so hilarious. <laughs> I guess it's funny for you, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah so um i have been clingy with very specific people like yeah literally less than a handful i can point them out where i've gotten to that point but then even when i get to that point where i i'm clingy i feel it too and i'm stressed about it so mm-hmm. um yeah what do yeah, you have no. next let's see oh were um, you about to say were you about to say something yeah i was about to say that um I think that's a lot of people. I, I can agree with what you're saying, too. Like, it, it's mm-hmm. brought on by, you know, either someone asking for more attention or um, saying that, like, maybe you're just always giving your attention to your friends and not enough to mm-hmm. them. You know, just something of the sort. Because um, even my friends know, like, I'm not someone who's going to blow you up 24-7. Like, if I'm doing right. something and I want you to do it with me, I'm going to be like, hey, let's go do this. But mm-hmm. I'm terrible at calling you back i'm terrible i mean i'm I'm a great texter if you text me i'm like on point with it right but -hmm. calling you back is probably not something i'm gonna do like the same day or whatever um Mm -hmm. but i just think that like a lot of the my previous entanglements i feel and it's only special ones like you said but Mm -hmm. um i think that it's it's always brought on by something and you made a very good point about how you know once you're kind of in it you don't really know how to break that cycle and mm-hmm. it's kind of like it just keeps building on and building on. And next thing you know, it's kind of like you guys are just not in a good situation anymore, situationship anymore, or whatever the case you want to mm-hmm. be. Another, um, I guess, negative trait, I guess, would be that um, I'm not really as vocal or I wasn't as vocal as I could mm. have been in my relation, my previous mm. relationships. So mm. for me, it's like confrontation wise. I'm not really a big, I don't really like confrontation like that. If I can avoid mm. it at all chance, I would really 
like to do it that way. Um, but, you mm-hmm. know, in, in relationships, you guys have arguments and things like that. For me, I get very awkward whenever someone's yelling and I'm just like, I like I have like mm. the smile on my face. Like, I don't really know what you want me to do. You know, I don't know <laughs> what you want you me really to say. Like, you're angry and I really don't know how to rebuttal, like what kind of rebuttal <laughs> I want for this. Um, but I feel like I, I wish that like I would have... Um, I know moving forward, I'm way more vocal now than I would than what I was before. And it was like a negative trait because it was like things that could have been easily avoided. I didn't speak on it. And so then they come into these bigger, like, you know, bigger mountains that you have to cross over. Mm-hmm. So definitely. I think I am the exact opposite in that way. <laughs> I feel that my previous entanglements um, would definitely say that I am very vocal, sometimes too vocal to the point of, I guess, becoming nagging. I've had niggas tell me that before, um, long for time them. ago. But for me, I'm like, I'm going to speak up for myself. If you do some shit I don't like or mm-hmm. I don't fuck with, I'm not going to sit back and not say something about it. But I have been previously and i think it's something that i learned right so you kind of have to find a balance yeah i think previously i was like you i was like i don't want confrontation i don't want to be beefing with this nigga i'm just not gonna say anything Mm -hmm. or like let me learn to pick my battle so i'm not gonna say nothing about this or that and -hmm. then it turned into like you said bigger issues yep and so for me and my house we will serve the lord i'm just kidding um (laughs) amen 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 okay (laughs) uh but no i was basically trying to say that um i typically speak up for myself Mm -hmm. and maybe that's not the best thing i have to find a balance in the middle like i really have to learn actively learn how to choose my battles because Mm -hmm. i will say something about every little thing if you look at me sideways i'm gonna be like why are you looking at me like that <laughs> nope uh-uh. don't act like nope we're not brushing past it you looked at me out the corner of your eye like you had an attitude what's the problem huh <laughs> what's the problem so <laughs> i need to be like that and i have to find, find that middle ground right where i'm like not mm-hmm. overly vocal but i'm not silent either i i feel like now I'm definitely not that person who's just going to sit back and let things slide. Like not Uh at all. Like before, I think it was because like you said, like I don't want to be beefing with him. Like I'm non-confrontational. I really want us Mm -hmm. to be copacetic. I want to be tactful and how I address these issues. Fuck that. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you piss me off enough, I'm going to let you know about yourself. I'm no longer going to be tiptoeing on people's feelings anymore just because like you're not tiptoeing on mine. So I'm not going to give you that same courtesy. Niggas so. do not tiptoe on our feelings. Okay. okay? Exactly. They got something to say. They gonna say it. And that's that <laughs> on that. So, and that's that on that. Exactly. There's no need for us to be sitting here holding our tongues. Biting our. Uh, holding our tongues. Holding <laughs> our words. Biting mm-hmm. our tongues. Who? Who? For who? For who? So do you have any um, traits that your previous entanglements would say were negative traits about you? I feel like, you know... <laughs> I feel like I heard a broke nigga say something, but ah! you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I thought I heard. I, I, I thought, thought I heard. heard a broke nigga say something. Make sure we put that. <laughs> make sure we put that in the episode. Yes. <laughs> that snippet. <laughs> I thought I heard a broke nigga say something. Okay. Oh my but, gosh. But um, I have previously been told that I am rather expensive. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I don't really have any problem with that, to be honest, because if I want something, I am going to pay for it. So if I'm fucking with you and I want something, then you should be willing to pay for it. I don't really see yeah. why we have to debate or talk Balance. about there it. Like go. if I have okay. a bill that needs to be paid and I want you to pay it and you got it, give me the money, pay the bill. If I want food from this place, like me and Jasmine have had this conversation multiple times, but my lunch, my lunches are not cheap. Okay. So I have to, I have to limit myself cause I'm not going to get an $8 lunch. Like nope. that's really not typically me. Typically at lunch, I'm spending 20 or $30 on myself without an alcoholic beverage. So if I'm fucking with a nigga and I want lunch, don't bring me no motherfucking KFC. I don't want that. I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> I would be very disappointed. I'd be like, what? If I wanted KFC, I would call my daddy and just tell him to give me some KFC. I don't want KFC. (laughs) (laughs) I would take myself to KFC if I wanted fucking KFC. Don't bring me KFC. You know what I'm saying? You got expensive taste. There ain't nothing wrong with that. I do. As long as you can afford your expensive taste too. Exactly. And that's exactly why I decided to stay in school and get all these damn degrees. Because I know I cost a lot of money, okay? Mm -hmm. I know that I have champagne taste on a beer budget. But you know what? Now I got champagne taste on a champagne budget. So, baby, bring me my Prosecco. Okay. That's it. That's And that's that that on that. I love that. Because, honestly, like, you ain't saying nothing that's wrong. It'd be different if you literally, you know, was working somewhere that was, you know, maybe... You weren't able to afford any of the things that you wanted to afford and you were requiring that. I'd be like, okay, well, I mean, you can require that if you want to, but, you know, you got to have some type of balance there, you know. But, I I mean, I feel like there's nothing wrong with what you just said. So, you know, kudos to that. Yeah, I feel like uh, that's the Twitter argument most of the time. That is. What you said. Yeah, Twitter's argument is always like, y'all want this, but y'all can't afford it. And it's like, how do you know what I can afford? Yeah. Just because I want you to pay for it doesn't mean I can't afford it. I and realistically, like, money. if I'm asking you to pay to? for something, I'm probably, I can pay for it myself. I just don't want to. Three times. I can pay for it for myself at least three times. But There's I a lot you. of things that, like, I really do not want to pay for. So if I say, like, hey, can you just pay my rent? Like, I just don't want to pay for it. I got the money. I just don't want to spend it. So let's spend yours. But I don't really. The best thing I heard, right? Because you know, it's mm-hmm. like closed mouths don't get fed. I remember, um, right? Cocktails, dirty discussion. Uh, Medina mm-hmm, was talking, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she was talking about how, like, you know, she used to wonder why all these men were paying for these female, like these women's stuff, and she's like, you know, like how, like how does that work? You and know, me and Medina definitely her, had this personal conversation. Yes, <laughs> I know. And she, her friends, told her, like, girl, all you gotta do is ask. All they can do is say no. And if they say no, they say no. But if you never ask, yep. and you'll never know if they're going to be able to get it for you. So I'm going to start asking. You are so right. Because <laughs> like, remember, yes, remember, I, I was remember. like on edge about asking a nigga about something. And one day I was like, Medina. So let's like, I remember you said this. And Medina was like, girl, if you don't ask him. <laughs> like, just ask she him. Was like, girl, if you don't ask him. Because there's so many women out here that have no hesitation when it comes None. to asking for what they want and what they feel like they deserve. And you know what? They get it. All the time. Because these niggas out here buying bitches Louis bags, Chanel bags, fucking Balenciaga, whatever you New want. Furniture, they're buying houses. They're buying LLC. Like, they're yeah. furnishing your place. They're paying off credit card debt. Like, they're correcting your credit. They're doing all of these things for women out here. So why are we settling for someone who's not willing to do those things for us? Now, don't get me wrong. If that's not what you're looking for or not part of, like, your list of standards or it's not high up on your list of standards completely understandable live yeah. your best life but as for me and my house we shall serve the lord and niggas shall be paying bills oh and buying things and that 
is words from Kavo. <laughs> Give any what other negative you? traits before we get into these positive. Okay. Yeah. So I have another thing that I feel that my previous entanglement would okay. mention. Okay. I feel that they would say that I gave them too much grace. Ooh. That agreed. I held on to stuff too long. Yep. And I didn't necessarily understand when to let situations and people go. Mm-hmm. And um, that's been a theme in my life. But as of late, mm-hmm. it definitely hasn't been. I'll say as of like the past three years, three, maybe four, it hasn't been. Yeah. But I typically in my past will hold on to people until I hate you. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. you're going to be around until we get to the point where I literally can't stand yeah. to look at you, can't stand the sound of your voice, whatever the case may be. And I literally like you could walk off the face of the earth and I wouldn't care. And yep. then I decide to let it go. Mm-hmm. When... Now, I think that I might have gotten to a point where I found a pretty okay balance. Um, okay. Because I went from one extreme to where I would not want to let niggas go, be holding on. Oh, he does this or he's nice about this or whatever the case may be. You hold on to those little, like, yep, you know, those little, like, whatever. small things. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I got to a point where I was like, mm-hmm. Fuck all of you niggas. So every two, three weeks, I'll be talking to a nigga three weeks later. I'm like, mm, you're done. You, you yeah. can go too. Cut them yep. off quick. Nah. You, Yeah, cut everybody off. Um, And I feel like I got a lot of feedback during that time about not giving people a chance. Okay. Or not giving them the opportunity. So now I feel like I have a pretty good balance where I give people enough benefit of the doubt. And I also you know, let things run its course. But, you know, I think I kind of figured out where to cut ties when needed. Okay. That's really good because I have not found that balance yet. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I am... I definitely agree with the whole grace thing. I definitely gave a lot of my previous entanglements a lot of grace. And I would even say to the point where it was more so like I was easily manipulated in a, in a few, yeah. you know, things. That's the thing too. Niggas yeah. will see that and they'll start to manipulate They'll start to manipulate situations. And do whatever the fuck they want to because yep. they know you're just going to allow it. Exactly. And that's something that like I've had to work on um, in the past couple of years mm-hmm. too. And, but yeah, I feel like, you know, I'm still learning that balance because for me, it's like I either like you wholeheartedly mm-hmm. like in the first the you know whatever for a long time or I don't like you and I'm going to be done with you in a week and so like trying to yeah. find that middle ground to say like okay you know what you're not serving me there's no purpose in us even talking in this in this manner I got to just let mm-hmm. that go I'm tra- I'm really st- I'm still trying to figure that out because um sometimes if I like you enough I'm like you know I mean maybe I can see the potential you know and all that good stuff we've talked about banking on potentials long time ago Mm -hmm. in some episodes you know before this we'll talk about Mm -hmm. it again but it's learning how to really and truly identify that and say okay i don't want to continue to bank off potential like either you got it or you don't because i got it and i'm not going to sit here and continue to be easily swayed every time the wind blows one way or the other just because you know you've made a gesture of some small thing because i used to like really love those small gestures and kind of like savor mm-hmm. up to that you know like each small gesture was like okay even though he pissed me off or did something i'm gonna keep you know well he just did this so that was really good so bump all the other mm-hmm. stuff it's like nah you're being manipulated into thinking that there's something more than what it really is let that go so i'm learning to let it go i need to i need to be a, have a better balance so yeah 
Yeah, I feel like, I mean, we all have our have our weaknesses in that sense because mm-hmm. I've definitely been that person. I feel like, you know, even when I let a situation go and I feel like it's the right time, there's still a little piece of me that's like, I could have let that go way earlier. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. There's still a little piece of me like, that nigga had me stressed out for like six weeks. I could have cut it off at week one. Exactly. You know? I saw the signs. <laughs> right. I saw the signs, but I didn't want to listen to it. But also, that's what good friends are for. So when yep. you talk to your friends and they're like, girl, listen to yourself. You mm-hmm. over here holding on to this little piece of shit and this nigga ain't doing shit for you. Why exactly. are we still here? When your Why friends start here? telling you stuff like that or they start telling you, girl, I don't want to hear nothing else about this nigga. That's when you know it's time for him to go. Okay. Okay. I'm giving you this amount of time to talk about it. So you might want to talk about it now because we're not talking about it after this. Yeah, JB's definitely done me like that. <laughs> I love you. She's like, look, sis, we gonna talk about the last there. time we're gonna talk about this situation here. Yep. So let's solve it. <laughs> let's talk about it. And, we're and that is like again. the worst. You know, and I really feel like for me, and I feel mm-hmm. like this is a lot for a lot of women, but you want your friends to like your significant other. I don't care what nobody says. I do. You too, want yeah. your your friends to want your significant other to be around and hang out and just be like mm-hmm. down for the cause and like, oh, yo, invite so and so because it's going to be fun. And right. when they don't feel that way, the tension between you and him just don't really mm-hmm. mesh. It just it just kind of just keeps keeps on growing. So yeah, I'm just like you know whoever the per- whoever I'm supposed to be with in my life that God is going to send to me, my friends, my family will love him like they're one of the one of his own, you know, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to worry about like whether or not like that's something that will grow us all apart, you know. So right. that's why I'm always like okay. And I, even me talking to my friends, like talking to you about certain situations. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I can see you wanting to be like, I don't even understand why we're here. <laughs> I've already told you the answer and you're not listening. So I don't know how many times you want me to tell you and how many other ways I can tell you what I'm telling you. I don't you. say it like that, though. You don't I'm say it nice like that. It. She's very nice when she reads you because she doesn't say it like that. But she does read you. <laughs> don't let it. Y'all. Kavo will read you and be like, honey. Okay. Well, what about this? And then she'd be asking you all these questions. You're like, girl, I just you're right. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely am that friend because see, let, let me tell you, I'm a question asker, right? Mm-hmm. If anybody doesn't know that about me, I, I always have questions. But I also like asking questions because I feel like a good a good amount of my life questions weren't asked to me. People just made assumptions based off of what they mm-hmm. assumed and felt about me. So I'm very um, into asking people questions. I mean, I can see a kid doing some shit that I feel like they shouldn't be doing. But before I tell them not to do it, I'm going to ask them why. Like, why are you over there hanging off a tree limb? Because sometimes there's <laughs> logic to it. I just need doing? to know. Now, if your logic don't make sense, I'll be like, okay, come on down. Let's 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 not. Same analogy as if I see a friend that's holding on to some shit that they should be letting go or whatever their case may be. I'll just be like, sis, why are we still holding on to this tree limb? Mm-hmm. You've gotten splinters from this tree limb. Okay, it's cracking. It's breaking. It looks like it can no longer hold your weight. Yep. And also the animals that this tree has allowed into its space has also affected your mental well-being. So where are we right now and why are we here? So that's me with my ladder, with my theoretical nine-foot ladder standing there like, come on, sis, I'm going to help you down. Uh And I'm up at the top like, girl, I don't even understand what you're asking me right now. I just really want to do this. (laughs) I just want to jump Yeah, and I'm like, girl, girl, (laughs) no, come down. I'm right here. I'll be right here. Just wait. Just just come on. (laughs) Just come on. Yep. Come this way. That's really true. That's really what it is, you know. But that's all friends, you know, that got their girls back. Like, you're not going to let your friend just be looking like, 
crazy out there. You don't Absolutely want your friends to know when they're acting like a clown. Like, hey, girl, you put right. your makeup on. Take it off. Okay? It's Sis. not worth it. Sis, that it's not worth it. That blush is a little heavy. Okay? That lipstick is really red. What's happening there? It's really bright red. Okay? Um, <laughs> let's get into some positive traits about us that our, yes. our previous entanglements okay. would say. Um, one that came to mind was supportive. I feel like a lot of my um, past... Mm-hmm. would say that I was very supportive. I feel like I'm somebody, I'm that friend, girlfriend, etc. that is like, you know, if you have a passion for something, if you want to do something, if you want to make it happen, I'm here to support you in all ways, shapes, and forms, okay? Mm-hmm. Even if I can't buy everything, I'm going to share what you got going on. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let my people know what you got going on. I'm going to try to get people to come to your business or your whatever the case may be that you want to do. Um, I just mm-hmm. think that's really important. And so I feel like they can never take that away from me. I'm going to support you regardless. Right. Just because I don't fuck with you don't mean you can't eat. You know, I don't want you to eat. You just can't eat with me. Right. Right. Simple. Likewise. Likewise. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely would definitely say you are supportive. I feel like people would say that about me as well. But mm-hmm. I feel that they would say that I'm thoughtful. Ooh, yes, you are. I Yeah, I think I, I like to pride myself on that. I think I'm a pretty thoughtful person. Mm-hmm. I like to... Um, I make a a habit of anticipating people's needs. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like something that I do that I don't really think about. It's more so like, you don't know you need this yet, but I know you need it. Yep. So here it is yep. kind of thing. Or I don't know if I'm at someone's house and I see that maybe something that they use all the time is broken or something that they might need is broken. Mm-hmm. I'll go get the thing for you and be like, look, I got you this. Yeah. You know, and it, I'm not going to mention it and be like, oh, I noticed this is broken. What color do you want or anything? I'm more, I like surprises. So I really enjoy surprising people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoy, I really place value on thoughtfulness and a thoughtful gift yeah and thoughtful um like just actions and efforts so yeah it's so important positive they would say i think that's a great quality just because i feel like um we've talked about our love languages and things like that and active services Mm -hmm. was one of yours you know and gifts and Mm -hmm. things like that um but it does really translate into a lot of things outside of just relationship wise you know right um so i love that quality that's probably one of my favorite qualities about you um one of one of there's many you know uh, um, <laughs> I think another trait, I would think they would say that I'm determined. Um, oh yeah. Very determined. I'm someone that, um, I'm going to write my goals down. I'm going to talk about what I want to get done. And even if it doesn't play out the way that I think it should play out, I know things are always going to happen for a reason. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm also a very positive speaking person over my life and over you my are. friend's life. I don't ever, mm-hmm. like, if anyone comes to me with a negative statement about themselves or just something of a sort, I'm the first one to be like, okay, why do you feel that way? Your your feelings are valid, but this is why I don't think you should feel that way. Because mm-hmm. you do this, 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 and this for yourself, and you got to start giving that same love that you give to others back to you. I just feel like I you was someone, are. yeah, I just feel like I was someone who really spoke ba- down about myself, you know, a lot, and then I had to like train myself and get into the habit of being more positive thinking, positive speaking and all that good stuff. And so um, I would say that that's something that, you know, definitely has made an impact in my life just from changing that small, something so small, you know, mm-hmm. it's impacted me so much. And I think that, you know, anyone would say that about me, but for sure those niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would agree with that sentiment for sure. For sure. For um, sure. 
for sure. You are definitely a positive person. Whenever I'm having any kind of negative thought, my first call is Jasmine because I know she's going to bring it full circle for me. Mm -hmm. She's going to be like, now, sis, let's talk about this. Let's Mm -hmm. let's discover why you're feeling this way and let's work our way through it. She's Mm -hmm. really, really good about that. And that's one of my favorite qualities. Look at us just learning things about each other, how we love each other. Not even learning, but just telling. We're actually saying why we like realizing that we we never say you never say these things out loud to you your don't. friends right it's you just really something don't. that you think and mm-hmm. you're like they know but they don't but they, don't. they never do so let them know so i think that another quality that i have that people would like or say that um they like about me is i've heard i don't necessarily think but i've heard that i'm a pretty funny person mm-hmm. um and not i mean not only from like like niggas that I talk to but just like random people too uh people who listen to the podcast and I meet in person they tell me how funny it is and how funny we are and I'm like really (laughs) are we because we just be talking like this is just regular life for us but people really find it entertaining Mm -hmm. I know people really think that we're funny and I think for me I've heard that so much in my life but I feel like I'm not the funniest person but I think it's also because my family is hilarious Yes, they are. Not everybody obviously has met my family and not everybody unfortunately gets to see my family in actual like true rare form and how they are cuz they like to put on for company a lot of the times, okay? When people come around, I'm sure Jasmine's first time coming around, my family tries to act real normal. At this point, they're like, "Okay, what's up, Jazz? Yes, the kitchen is a mess. Come sit down and yes. listen to this shit." Like, but my family is full of huge Characters. personalities. Like everybody every single person extended family like Mm -hmm. everybody is hilarious everybody has really really big personalities and so for me I always thought of myself as like the normal one I guess because when I'm around my family nobody's really laughing at me I'm usually the one laughing (laughs) so (laughs) I never thought of myself as a funny person but the outside world definitely thinks so so I appreciate that y'all feel like I'm funny because I'm really just being me you're pretty hilarious really that I think is so, so funny to I me. think especially like depending on there's some things I'm just like okay Kavo it's not that funny but there but are other things where I'm just up. like I'm this is a funny I'm ass funny story like only me. you would have like only you would go through something like this like why you know <sighs> there so are many. so many situations where it's like why this is a very like Kavo thing to happen like yeah. only something like this would happen to mm-hmm. you in particular yeah, yeah. really yeah. and truly um but do you have any others? Those were the only, um, I mean, there's many of things that they could say that are great about me. Um, I'm right. pretty. I am fun to be around. I'm spontaneous. You know, all these Hello. things. Hello. The adjectives can just keep going on and on and on. Right. But do you have anything that you wanted, Elsie, that you wanted to share? Um, I think that I have a slew of positive traits that people you could do? talk about. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, I think that people that are um, niggas specifically that are lucky enough to get me to cook for them would think that I'm a pretty good cook, you know? Yes, Um, you are. And that's something that people, you know, um, appreciate about me. I've definitely had multiple people tell me, oh, you're going to be a great mom. Like, I guess a good homemaker or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, I usually tell niggas that I don't know how to cook. That's that's my go-to. The lies. So the lies. I the whole lies. As but if Carly they Ray are lucky enough to it get to a point a where I actually tell the truth, mm-hmm. 
then you gonna have to whip you up something real nice. Okay. Yeah, because I hate when you tell Nick, like, niggas might be like, oh, what you doing? Oh, I'm cooking dinner. What you cooking? What you gonna make me without me? Nigga, shut nothing. the fuck. No, nothing. I'm not cooking. I'm not gonna make you a damn sandwich. Yeah. And I, on the other hand, I actually do know how to cook. I just don't like to cook. So I'm just not gonna tell you that I'm a, like, I, I don't care. <laughs> Hey, you gonna cook some breakfast? No, I'm I'm actually not. I'm gonna go to Chick Fil A because that's what I feel like doing right now. Yeah, so. for me, I'm just more so like. Okay, mm, was like, I'm gonna make us a really nigga. nice smoothie, and <laughs> I am that person. I'm not I brought gonna these bunt cakes I thought you would like. I'm like, girl, you are such a baker. I love it. I know when we used to um, record, record together. together. Oh, so long ago. It was so long ago. Eventually, we'll when get we used back to, record to recording together. I together. would uh, bring me and JB dinner. Most, it was every and time the I best. come over there. It'd be something different. Yeah, because if she like, if she oh, puts it on this. me oh, we got to this. make dinner, I'm be like, girl, we having some nachos. I'm gonna go get some tacos. You want what kind of tacos? I remember you want? that one time I put it on you to get dinner. We definitely got tacos. We got we tacos. That's okay. What kind of tacos you want? I was not complaining because I love tacos. Okay, period. Okay, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm that friend. I'm gonna make sure we gonna eat. We gonna eat good. Just not from my hands. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I would be like, JB, I made this gourmet dinner. Let me just heat it yeah. up in the oven real quick Beautiful. for us. Coming in the nice little dishes, y'all. It's just so much. It would be so pretty. Yeah, hopefully none of my future niggas are listening to this and they, so they don't. They uh, already they are. Actually they know. The lies that I tell. The lies you tell, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into this. Like, um, uh, what is it? Do of the week. Do of the week. Money Monster. Yes. I'm excited about it this week because I actually remembered. Yes. All right. And this is a good one too. So this week's do of the week. Do of the week. Okay. Do of the week. Let's go now. Mm. <laughs> so this week's duo of the week is kind of a in tandem with the one that i spoke about a couple months ago and i mentioned at the beginning of the episode with my friend telling me to incorporate uh, mantras into my day yes and one of the mantras that i've incorporated beyond like you deserve you are beautiful you right. are powerful all okay. of those things has been a money mantra right because i don't know about you but i feel like i don't have i'm not a rich auntie yet okay mm. ain't no m's in my bank account okay just not yet. yet coming though so loading to they're loading oh mm -hmm. they're on the way right yes. And i think that uh for such a long time right this is a point of transparency for such a long time i struggled with finances right mm -hmm. we were in college and then after college all of my friends were working and i was like oh i'm gonna go get a master's degree because i don't know what yep. i'm gonna do yet mm -hmm. then i went and got a master's degree and i don't know if y'all know but that's a recipe for broke okay period i was broke as fuck okay. <laughs> and living in a whole different state from my family so i was broke as hell and like you know and then after my master's i had like a maybe a six month time period where I was just like working little jobs here and there. I wasn't mm -hmm. really making any money at all, honestly. And then I went and did my doctorate. And so for the past, what, 10 years, I've been like broke. And my friends yeah. have been, you know, after, since after what, 2013, when we all graduated, all yeah. of my friends went to work. They making money. They paying bills. They buying cars. And I'm over here still like, I don't have no money to go to brunch. Sis, right. You know, girl, but shout out to my side. friends that when I told y'all I didn't have no money for brunch, they said, I got you. I will never forget that. Never. Okay. Mm -hmm. Never. Because that meant something to me. Anyway, moving forward. <laughs> money mantra. In today's time. <laughs> 
in today's time, I am graduated. I'm a full doctor. I'm working, right? So now I need to be able to believe that the money that I, the work that I put in yes. for the money that I would like is coming my way. Yes. So I look at myself and I say, I attract money. Money flows towards me in all directions. Yes. There's never a shortage of my income. Mm. Okay. All of my bills are paid and I have money left over. Yes. My credit is phenomenal. Now it, it ain't it ain't no 800 right now, but it will be. It will be. It will be. It will be. Right? So these are but things keep that I've been talking that positivity into it. Right. Speaking positivity speak over on, your life. Speak on it. Exactly. Right. And that's something that I've made a point to do in the past couple weeks, maybe since I told y'all about it. I have started putting and that in my life. Yes. I really appreciate my money mantras because I ain't gonna lie, them shit's been true than a motherfucker as of lately, okay? Mm -hmm. Money has been flowing from all different directions to the point where I'm like, oh, I gotta keep this money separate because it's coming from this place, that yep. place, da-da-da, yep. you know? And these are good problems to have. It's a problem that I never had before, yep. like, keeping money separate. It was more so like, I got $30 and I got $2 in this other bank account. I need yep. $32, you know? Now... You know, it's more so like, okay, this money can't cross over here because of taxes or yep. whatever the case may be. And so now it's more of an adult problem to have, but I appreciate that. And I feel like this is all I attribute it to my money mantras mm -hmm. because I don't think that that has that I felt that way about money yeah. until I got here. And a lot of us, especially in our community, have a poverty mindset yes and we can get stuck in that and we can feel like i'm a broke bitch i'm always gonna be a broke bitch like you know yeah or whatever the case may be or we're used to being around people who are you know struggling with income because it happens but i think that if we regardless of our situation currently if we follow these affirmations and followed with putting uh, um putting forth the work to yeah be able to, action plans you know, are important. Yeah, putting in an yeah, putting in an action plan to make sure that the things that you want are going to come your way, you'll be surprised. I you agree. will be surprised when these changes happen and how quickly they happen. Yep. When you actually start to believe it. So yeah. I love that, that money mantra. That was perfect. Tell yourself you attract money. Mm -hmm. Money is attracted to you, baby. The green baby, it's flowing in left and right. It's cash flowing in your left hand, your right hand, baby. Okay. It's coming out your Can't purse. Can't keep up. Right. And another thing that I also have been doing, last point with that is, um, I say that money's all around me, right? Yep. That's what I've been telling myself. So I've been making a point to have money all around me. It might be a dollar. I might have a dollar on my dresser, a couple dollars in my purse, some shit. Like, I open a, like, I'll leave purposely, I'll leave money in jacket pockets. Yes. And then whenever I get ready to wear those jeans or that jacket again, there's money in that pocket yep. that I never knew was going to be there. Bitch, I'm rich. I got $20. What's up? I didn't know. Speak it. These are, these are little things that I feel I have incorporated in my life that has helped me mm -hmm. with my with divorcing the poverty mindset i love that because that's something that we need to do divorce the poverty mindset normalize luxury exactly. in your life ladies exactly because you deserve we deserve exactly there's nothing mm -hmm. else to add on to that because that was literally perfect I love I feel all like I've of been that. Preaching a little bit today, girl. You actually know, have been preaching a lot. Okay, on this beautiful Sunday morning, y'all. We we over here recording <laughs> a little later, but it, you know, Sabbath, beautiful day. 
I love it. If you want to reach out to us, have questions, sponsorship opportunities, please email us at becomingshelive at gmail.com. Continue to follow us on our journey on Twitter and on Instagram at mm-hmm. becomingshe underscore. And we thank you guys so much once again for tuning in. Hope for yet another day. week of our shit. Yes. Beautiful week. And hold on. To all last y'all. point. I know that we've gotten a lot of listeners lately because people have been telling me, and I just want y'all to know I appreciate y'all for listening, but this shit is making me mad nervous, okay? Okay. Mad nervous because I was on the phone with my auntie the other day and she was like, she in the car with my dad talking about, oh, I listened to your podcast. I'm like, auntie, please. And then my dad's like, oh, how do I listen to? No, you cannot. You, you cannot. and mom are not allowed you to cannot. listen to my podcast. Yeah. Then my auntie was like, yeah, y'all be cussing a lot. I'm like, I do. So if it makes you uncomfortable, you feel like you got to tell somebody, don't Skip listen. It if you but I to. love you. Skip we love through, you all, I'm a, for real. I got a potty mouth. And, and shout out to our new listeners. Video. I know. Yeah, shout, shout out, out to, to y'all. y'all. However y'all are listening, thank you for cherishing this moment with us. We cherish you all. You know, continue to listen to us. Continue to reach out to us. Yeah. Let us know what you want to hear. We always want to hear from you guys. Always. So welcome to our community. Yes. Welcome to Coming <laughs> Cheese. Mwah. See you later. Mm-hmm. Bye. All right. We love y'all. Bye.